five, four, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Liam Joshua Munn. And I'm Michaela DeJoseph. And this stays between us. What is that? You. Hey ho, the Mario, a classic, a sixteen bar. Is that, fr- is that from Snow White? No, I think it's literally from my mind. Hey ho, Mario. Is that what you're saying? Sure. Why do I know that? What is that? I'm infectious. I don't like not knowing what that is. <laughs> I don't like not. I love. I don't want to not know. <laughs> <laughs> it bothers me. I've sure. heard that before. How are you, Michaela? I don't know what it is, I'm good. I am fine. I am breathing. I am breathing. Done. Done. I want Dun. a Buttons the musical where it's just buttons. Hello. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> just that. There's lines in between, but they only sing the yes, end. Yes, absolutely. The button of the song. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally. There is so much baritone material that has now been okay. sung by tenors therefore uh-huh. people in the industry people in general are expecting it to sound a certain way yeah some of these examples <laughs> i love betsy from honeymoon in vegas we all know cute little andrew bath feldman <laughs> the one and only 17 years of age has better vocal placement than all of us oh he's sure. so good but he, of course, sang uh, I Love Betsy for that one thing, for the Jimmy Awards. The Jimmy Awards. And yeah. he did all these riffy riffs opt-ups, and he just speaks at a freaking F. So it's like, yeah, of course he can sing that song. It's not high yeah. for him in the slightest. And he can do a little melisma thingy bobs and it sounds gorgeous because mm-hmm. it does. But now people are expecting it to sound that way. <laughs> Another good example, a few years ago, what was it, 2011, 2012, something like that. Oh, no, I think it was actually, it, it was actually only a few years ago, but uh, Parade in Concert. Yeah. But sung by Jeremy Jordan, which. Correct. I love that man. I think he's great. But. Yeah. He should not be singing Leo Frank, because Leo Frank ain't that freaking high. <laughs> For a tenor who just like yawns and high C's come yeah. out, that ain't right. Yawns and high C's. Literally, like he was like, ah, like it's so true. It's and so true, wrong. especially with Jeremy Jordan. There's nothing like, wrong with that man. He is a delicious oh. human being, but like he shouldn't be playing that part purely because <laughs> those keys are set for like an actual baritone, and so it sounds like climactic wink and great when a baritone <laughs> sings it but then when a tenor sings it it sounds like he's speaking which is yeah. fine it's just annoying but that's my yeah. soapbox for the week i mean it's always hard for a bass baritone in this in this world but yeah. when we do Tenors have are ruining everything well i mean that's just i mean the 60s and the 70s baritones ruled everything and now it, the pendulum has swung swung maybe it'll go back to you in like 30 years and i'll be dead <laughs> and I'll be long, long gone. <laughs> and on my tombstone, it said, You should have done it sooner. Whatever it was, should have done it sooner. Baritones is the lead. But because, especially in like, and actually, that's funny, my two examples are both Jason Robert Brown shows. But because Jason writes all of his stuff for him, 
So if he can sing it. Right, and he is not um He's not a tenor. He's, he's like a, a baritone who can like yell an A. You know what I mean? Right. And right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that's my soapbox of the week. I mean, it's just a little <laughs> annoying because I'm like looking at stuff and I was like, I can't really bring that into like, I literally can't bring in certain songs into auditions because I know they're going to want to sound it. They're going to want it to sound a certain way. And I'm yeah. like, oh, too much. Andrew Barth Feldman just is ruining everything. Wait until his voice changes. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't hit puberty. I think he has. No. I think he has. Yeah, most definitely has. <laughs> Bring me the papers. That's Bring really me the papers, funny. and maybe I'll, I'll be convinced. <laughs> his birth certificate. Yes, and his Let hormone check. It. Wait, what year was he born? Oh, I'm I'm literally God, checking. 2002, Stop it. maybe. No, no. Huh. <laughs> I'm checking. Oh, the fact <laughs> the fact that I just Google Andrew Barth Feldman, and oh my God, I just saw his birth date, and the things that pop up. Okay, ready. Ratatouille, yeah, age, Great. Harvard, mother, what? Girlfriend, oh, hello, college, yeah. height, TikTok. I want to call me Suey. This is inten- insane. <laughs> He's eight. So he was 17 when he did Dear Evan Hansen? Yeah. So what year was it? 2002. 2002. That's what I thought. Oh my god, that's like after like 9-11. Not to get dark, but like I'm just like thinking in terms <laughs> oh, not of to like get dark, but 9/11. In world events, he was born like after that. I mean, I'm all like, like I don't remember it, but like I was still here one, technically. Two, one, two. I'm, I was five when he was I moved to America that year. The more you know. Oh, I didn't know that. Two thousand two, baby. Then you were five. No, wait, 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 wait. No, I was four. It was it was a one because I was here for nine eleven. Gotcha. Because I remember that day. Dark. But, um... I didn't mean to get dark, but I'm just Kayla saying... Kayla, bringing us <laughs> down. Uh, no, but it's true. <laughs> so that's that's what I've been thinking about this week. Andrew Bath Feldman, you are in creds. <laughs> You're so good. But sing tenor material. Yeah. Sing tenor material because... Stop ruining everything. Because literally, <laughs> you don't have to think about the notes because you're, um... Speaking. <laughs> You're speaking at a high pitch. <laughs> that's my soapbox. Thank you for coming oh, to my TED Talk. We need to talk about it. Mean Girls closing. Mean Girls is closing. That was wild. They've recouped their investment yeah. in January. So, I mean, that's, I mean, let's be real. It was slowing up. Business was slowing up. They were starting to do stunt sure. casting. There's some stunt. Yeah, that is so true. So. That is so true. Which is funny because. I, they had a good run, though. They had such a good run. And listen, it's a show I can't be in, so. I'm not that sad. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm actually really, I'm really, really upset for those actors. I'm sad for the actors. No, yeah, like that's same. it. I mean, always when a show closes, it's just um, employment because we don't know when the next job's coming. So like, I totally feel yeah. for those actors, especially the actors who had maybe like done a week of shows. I mean, they had a cast change right before lockdown. So it was like, uh, I don't know any of their names. I think it's like Chad. I only know their first names. Chad, the guy who plays <laughs> uh, Damien. Yeah. Uh, Olivia, I think that's her name. I'm so sorry if that's wrong. The girl who played Janice and the girl who played Gretchen and Sabrina Carpenter. She was playing Kate, <gasps> Caddy. Oh my god, I totally. Well, Sabrina Carpenter will be fine. I'm not worried about no, her. She's fine. But everyone else. Oh, I forgot she. Ju- yeah, you're right. She's actually, just there's actually a bootleg of it. She yeah. sounds good. She sounds good. She's got a good voice. She does. I think 
that i mean it's a it's a good case of like it's like debbie gibson and beauty and the beast um <laughs> if you don't know who De- debbie gibson is look it up uh debbie gibson um yeah. but it's just like the sustainability of like eight shows a week and actually caddy is kind of hard just because she's like she sits in a very weird pocket most of the show and she sings a lot of it um so you got to be kind of princess mixy mix and if you're a pop star who's got a great like pop belt but you can't really figure that part out of like eight shows Mm -hmm. a week it's it's hard especially for like a celebrity you only show up six seven weeks and then you're done i'm like that's (laughs) your voice gets used to eight times a week six or seven weeks you know what i mean so yeah you're probably just getting into the groove of it yeah but the tour is still going out so you can still see the tour i think the tour is going to do very well i think it's going to do very well regionally uh so many women are just gonna wreck their voices it's gonna be great um (laughs) speaking of new musicals i i have an obsession okay i have an obsession with a musical called soft power my friends okay it's referred to as a play with music whatever that means but i mean soft power (laughs) is very very stylized it's very very specific it is like a farce uh what are other words for a farce michaela oh god don't ask me that great <laughs> don't <laughs> the know. book and the lyrics are by david henry wong and the music and additional lyrics are by janine tesori conspiracy theory janine tesori is our best living composer right now in contemporary musical theater i agree with that how i would say yes a person can write turn around and write shrek carolina <laughs> change and fun home within one life and she's a pulitzer prize winning winner i'm pretty sure like she's a bomb ass beach sure um but yeah. soft power is intended to be like a reverse king and i right so if mm. you guys don't know the king and i movie especially some of the asian characters were played by white people in yellow face <laughs> yeah Gosh. so david henry wong like the genius he is basically wanted to create something that was like the reverse of king and i and so a chinese businessman chooses to go to america to travel for work chooses he has work in america and um and he basically it, the entire show is like the american dream and like some american uh you know some like i don't know like fake america that's all like the glitz and the glamour and it's very very like stereotypical and plays on american stereotypes and he goes for work and he happens to go to the fanciest place in town which is a mcdonald's (laughs) and he meets hillary rodham clinton okay (laughs) and she is campaigning for the 2016 election and she's like the entire thing is like outlandish and wild i mean for God's sake, like, she's in this, she does a nine, ten minute production number campaigning, quote unquote, but it's like mm. her giving up parts of herself in order to be, quote unquote, electable. You know what I mean? It, it's so, so good. And like, I really, and like, uh, the entire company is Asian actors, except for the woman who plays Hillary Clinton. And the purposefully, all the act- Asian actors are in, quote unquote, white face using incorrect accents and doing like a reverse moment of king and i it's so wild but it's so so smart david henry wong is just and i mean that that's literally his words of like he wanted to create something that involved like a questioning of democracy cultural identity appropriation racism and like kind of attack what americans have done to asian culture in the last 40 years and it is just so so freaking smart 
Was it off Broadway? So they did. So literally, they made this musical. I mean, pretty fast because it premiered in 2018. So Mm. I mean, they had two years, which is kind of impressively fast. And they went to LA, and then they went to San Francisco. That was one part. And then they were signed at the Public off Broadway. So it was at the public, but I mean, it was oh, like, that and that was in 2019. There was rumors that it was going to transfer to Broadway because uh, it was getting really great reviews out of town in LA and San Francisco. And then when it came to the public, it was like, it's people were literally like, this is, this. it's almost too smart. <laughs> like, it's like so mm. smart. It's really entertaining, but it's like, you know, it's, it is, it, it, is a brand new musical like it is nothing like we've seen before right and i have listened to the score the score they have a cast recording out and it's a bop it's literally a bop and conrad rickamore have you ever watched how to get away with murder yes ollie the boyfriend gay boy yeah. yeah he's the lead oh shit and i have the biggest crush on conrad oh, rickamore he is, that's his name yeah. in real life yeah okay and he plays the chinese businessman ah. he is incredible he's got such a sweet sweet voice he was in the king and i on broadway oh, i love that yeah i'm so happy for him he's amazing <laughs> like he truly is, and i mean if the show goes to broadway he's getting a tony nomination he's incredible wow and, uh, i did not know Elise that. alan lewis is playing hillary clinton and she is just incredible and the entire company i mean it's just so so good and so refreshing and i could recommend it more please yeah uh, i'm gonna listen to listen it. to the cast recording it's one of the it's definitely a janine to score like it's it's almost like fun Which home i love yeah it's so I complicated I it's so so beautiful but you kind of like i listened to it full through and then i went back and listened to some some of my favorite songs um and i would recommend doing it that way no don't skip around because it it doesn't make sense <laughs> it just really doesn't make sense and you just, right you will just get confused but it's a story but i hope in a few years hopefully we see a broadway production of soft power because it's so so cool to see a diverse show about that is incredibly smart and incredibly powerful and literally it tackles like the fabric the racism and the fabric of like voting in america in one show and like michaela there is a scene this was right in 2018 where Trump supporters essentially again it's a farce it's very outlandish it's not you know mm-hmm. it's not super dramatic meant to be yeah um but like quote unquote patriots storm the white house <gasps> dude and i listened to it on the no. cast recording and i went oh and then you would get to the very end of and it is a very powerful like the end song democracy into the finale it it's 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 just like it gave me hope i literally cried on the middle of the street it gave me hope like it is so good wow that's crazy crazy right like insane yeah speaking of crazy the 1984 everyone's mentioning 1984 because our country and our government is in the shits um (laughs) but there's a working tv series isn't that right yeah i saw that they're trying to make it into a tv series did you see the play i did 1984 I did too. Oh, I think his school gave it to us for free. I went with my or father because no. my dad wanted to see a no, play. No, why did I see it? I don't know, but I saw it too. Our my freshman year of college, it came to Broadway, and I remember liking it. I like kind of remember. You're asking the kind of don't. Yeah, you're asking the wrong person because I literally. It was very violent. Was very is what I remember. Violent. There was a lot of blood. There was. Um, was Olivia Munn in it? No, Olivia Wilde. I think she- was it Olivia Wilde? 
someone. I think it was Olivia Wilde, and I didn't really know who she was back then. I didn't. I didn't know. I saw Olivia Wilde. No, I think you're right. I think you're 100 percent right. I'm looking into it. It's, wow. Oh, so this specific version is because there there is literally 19 bajillion versions of, of 1984 either on television or in play form. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to guess this new TV series is quite similar to the recent production on Broadway, purely because of how, um, kind of how, oh my God, sorry, I'm just having war flashbacks of the final scene. <laughs> and I'm like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Like blood everywhere. That's all I remember. That's why I'm like, I remember it being violent because the last scene is like kind of ingrained get, in my head. Does he get like cut up? What happens? Oh God, he gets like beaten. I think he gets like electrocuted. Like he's like shocked, I think. Oh, I'm having war flashbacks. And he's like throwing up blood like on the stage. Like yeah, it was like really, really insane. Oh wow. Okay. Actually, a lot of famous people were in it. I remember it because it was a summer play and not a lot of plays. I specifically remember summer musicals and plays purely because like there's not a lot of them um right. and it was in the middle of june it started previews in may because it was huh. yeah i'm remembering now because it opened at the time of the tony awards and everyone was like wait so that means they're going to be they're going to be nominated next year they're not going to be nominated this year so it was kind of confusing because right. it was like all the other plays and musicals were nominated in 1984 wasn't um, right. But uh, I think it was because of its movie stars, Tom uh, Strudage, right? Strut Sturridge, Sturridge. I'm an idiot. I don't. Tom know. Sturridge. He's a he's a Marvel person. Oh. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, he's not. Uh, oh. I'm thinking of another guy, but he, great guy, <laughs> Tom. He's great. Uh, Olivia Wilde. We were right, and okay. uh, Reed Burney, who's like an older famous actor. Um, and do, it says here, due to audience reactions to the shocking content, security guards were placed within the Hudson Theater. What? Before opening night, those under the age of 13 were barred from attending and after actors had spotted a small child in the audience. Jeez. Yeah, no, it's a lot. Yeah. Most definitely. Like, it was a lot for me at 17. I was like, oh, this is too much. So I can't imagine a 13-year-old sitting through that. But I think it's going to make a good TV series. Oh, it's going to be I – th- I think it'll actually do yeah. better, if we're being honest. I do, I th- I do too. I think it actually would be better than the play was. I think that's, like, the perfect TV series, actually, 1984. Like, get it on HBO. Like, And I say film, a, I say film a, like a play because I thought it was really effective as a play. I mean, I think it'll work no matter what it does. Maybe, like – do you remember American Sun? On Netflix? I never saw it. On Netflix? Oh, wait. You saw it on Netflix. You didn't With see Kerry the Washington. Yeah. Almost yes, do it like that, it where Netflix. it's a static set, and it's like, you're confined. You know what I mean? But it's not yes. like a movie that they can run around and do whatever the fuck they want. Um, what I really want to talk about is 1984. Uh, I remember now that low-key, though, conspiracy theory, 1984 style, mm-hmm. I think the producers blew up audience reactions for publicity (laughs) oh probably because like i remember during previews people were like oh people are throwing up audience members are throwing up they're walking out they're screaming at actors and i'm like um jennifer and was famous because jennifer lawrence saw the show and she like got up and like threw up in the lobby oh yeah and people saw her oh my god yeah i forgot about that i have to say when i saw it i was also in the last row of the mezzanine so i was really really far back and there most definitely was an ambulance when we left 
for someone in the audience. I don't know what happened. Girl, check your but blood pressure. But I do pressure. remember that. Before you go to the theater, <laughs> check Before you your see blood. 1980? <laughs> yeah. Or any theater. And, but to be honest, any. though, I just don't connect to theater like that. I know that's pretty bad. But I'm, I was really I'm impressed. Not- I was really impressed with the actors because I was like, how do you do that shit? No, it was very wild. It was very good. I think it's going to make a great, great TV show. I really do. Absolutely. I think I would watch it. Absolutely. Also, did you hear that Dr. Fauci says theaters could be safe to open in fall 2021, which is what I was predicting. Correct. I think we all were. I don't think anything's going to open in the summer because not everybody's going to have. The only way for theaters to be safe is we have herd immunity, and that's only going to happen when, like, 80% 80% of the population is vaccinated, which probably won't happen until fall. Yeah, I could see maybe a September, like a yeah. late August, September. That's if everything goes well. Uh, Cuomo yeah. came out with and an entire statement that I found really, really powerful. Uh, oh, I saw you posted on yours. Yeah, story. for some reason, I it just like it was only 30 seconds, but I got kind of emotional looking at it just because it was like. It, it, I mean, it's a little, it's better late than never, I guess. But like Cuomo came out and like, just this statement, New York is nothing without its culture and its art and we need to save it. A thousand percent. Correct. It's a hundred percent why people come to New York. It's just a dirty, smelly place without art. Correct. And on top of it, we make more money, triple amount of money than sports teams. So suck it. Um, And literally suck it. I love sports, I guess. But uh, suck it. I was like, yeah, I love you guys. You guys are great. Uh, But suck it. Um, Yes, I agree with Dr. Fauci. um, But Cuomo in this thing said, you know, throughout the summer and into the fall, I'm going to make sure that we do outside concerts. We get actors working and it becomes a slow build up to Broadway reopening. And that's smart. It's just good publicity. Do you know what I mean? Of like. It is safe now to come to. It's like it's not. It's like I, the only thing we can equate it to is nine eleven. New York after nine eleven. It's like it is safe to come to New York. I remember watching the Broadway commercial of like Bernadette Peters and uh, Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick right after nine eleven, and then all singing New York, New York in the middle of Times Square, saying "Come back to New York. It's safe." And I yeah. think we're going to have to do something like that. I truly do think that it is going to be a build yeah. up. But I can tell you within the last when it was the last recession in 2008 and when it um and after 9-11 some really really good wacky do musicals opened on broadway because people were willing to take the chance you know what i mean and i think you know and broadway will be a little producers will be a bit cheaper (laughs) coming back yeah for sure but i think hey that's how we got title of show on broadway so oh you're right 2008 baby they only lasted two months but hey Better than no months? True that. So the uh, showrunner over at Law & Order said he is uh, hiring, he's trying his best to hire as many Broadway actors who are currently unemployed. What are your thoughts, Michaela? Thanks, Law & Order. I mean, they've been given uh, Broadway people jobs since the beginning of time. Like, I feel like if you've been on Broadway, you've been on (laughs) Law & Order or any of those shows that film in New York. Like, literally any of them. So, I mean, great. Love that. Here's my Thanks. thing. So Somebody said this on Twitter. And I, okay, this is no tea. There is no shade. Um, but specifically, <laughs> Alex Brightman and Eva Noblezada were on the last episode of Law & Order SVU. And a, a few actors responded to that being like, those aren't the actors that need help. What are your thoughts on that? I 
agree. I do agree. I think. I know when I did also saw like. We also hi- hiring specifically like Broadway actors. I'm like, there's other actors that aren't on Broadway that yeah. also need help. Correct. Too. Yeah. I had that thought. It's hard. Sure. It's so hard, right? Because it's like Broadway actors there. They don't have any work. Like they don't. So it's like we're all in the right. same boat that we all don't have money. So. Yeah. I think it's a little unfair to judge two actors for taking a job that they might need the we money. Like, we their don't know their lives. Financial status. Correct, 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 correct. So, so I'm a little like, let's all like, I know we're all we're all in need and we're all a little hungry right now. And I, I'm incredibly privileged to be okay right now and have a job. I know people mm-hmm. don't have that. Um, but I think judging other people and not attacking them, but being like, those aren't, they don't need help, I think is a little unfair. Just a little bit. Yeah, we don't know what they need Cor- what they don't need. Correct, correct. But speaking of someone who doesn't need the money, um, <laughs> Nick Jonas, eyes, his role, eyes role of Frankie Valli in the film Jersey Boys musical, which I didn't know was going to be a thing, but it might. And Did he do it on Broadway? No. No, he did ha- um, How to Succeed on Broadway. And he did. He he was in the one of the original companies of Beauty and the Beast. As who? Chip. Let me double, triple check that, but I'm 100% right. I would love that. I know he did, like, Les Mis. He did, like, a concert he of did. Les Mis. Um, but honestly, I can see him in it. Like, I don't, like, not see him in it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, I mean, if he's Frankie Valley, then he does all of, like, the high falsetto-y stuff. And... Wait, didn't they already make a Jersey Boys movie? So it sounds like he's they're going to do, like, a, a live situation. Oh, yeah. this is going to be like an NBC Live thing. Yeah, but I think it's going to be through some streaming service. I don't think it's going to be like network. Oh. So actually, Dick Jonas has a lot of Broadway credits. He has, uh, <laughs> he did, he was a Gavroche in Les Mis. Yes. He was yep. a chip alternate in Beauty and the Beast. Uh, he was also in, in the Bernadette Peters version of Annie Get Your Gun. Uh, oh, wow. And he was in How to Succeed in Business. So he has four Broadway credits. It's kind of a lot. And all while doing the Jonas Brothers, he was doing that. Trying to get the band together. 1999. Mad respect, Nick Jonas. Mad respect. But they've been performing since they were little kids. Have you seen the documentary? Michaela, I know you and I will probably, you will have a lot more knowledge about this than me. (laughs) And I'm okay with that. I absolutely do. (laughs) I was going to try to think of singing a Camp Rock song, but I can't remember any of them. We rock, we rock. This is me. This is not who I'm supposed to be now. Is that it? Yeah. Yep. That's the finale. <laughs> of the <first> <laughs> opt up. Always opt up. Even if the note's not there. Oh my Jesus Christ. Let's take a commercial break before Sorry. I'm on permanent vocal rest. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. I thought I saw a ghost of Aaron Carter's career. If anybody's listening and they hear that song and it reminds them of Hershey Park, um, you have to follow us at Instagram <laughs> at Stays Between Us. You podcast. have to. That's that's how it works. If you Liam know that song, <laughs> disagrees. That doesn't remind no. him. Of. Oh, I just yeah, I don't equate it. I mean, just because Hershey Park is a North thing. Is a what thing? 
a northern thing? Oh yeah, for sure. I never saw a, a commercial one. Yeah, That's I know where the map is. <laughs> I took the Amtrak. <laughs> no, we drove. Um, we drove. But I was telling Liam the other day. I was like, I gotta know where things on the map are. Oh. I realized. We're I don't both know idiots, where though. any. Okay, but did you learn in school where things are on a map? Because I most no. definitely did Do not. Do you want to know? Well, state the question you asked me. I said, "Do you know what continent Morocco is on?" And in my head, I equate that to Epcot, and I know that Morocco <laughs> is from Africa, in Africa. But <laughs> being dumbasses. Thanks, Disney. Big, you learn more at Disney than fucking school. High school. Oh, my God. I, I barely okay. know where the states are. Did you and know the, Utah is right next to Arizona? Because I for sure did not. Wait, I actually did know that because I remember. But well, that's only because of the election. Because um, of, no. of the map. Because I just looked at the map for so long. I, right. But in fairness, like Idaho, South Dakota, all where that shit they? up there. No where idea. We're dumb. But on, again, <laughs> on a really sad note, I tweeted this the other day. That, like, all these senators coming out and being like, oh, it was so terrifying having the lockdown drill, not even a drill, you know, the people storming the Capitol and shit. And I said, oh, now they know what it's like to go to school in the middle of Florida in a lockdown drill. Yeah. Like, that is exactly what that is. I was like, if that's terrifying, like, explain that to a fucking nine-year-old. lockdown drills. Like. But also the people that age, they had lockdown drills for Russia. So they should really? know what it's like. Yeah, they had to go under their desk because Russia is going to bomb us. Russia scares me. Did you Do you know how big Russia is? Because I found yeah, it. It's ginormous. They have half of Asia. It's Well, insanity. that and like, oh, the, no, but in fairness, the northern parts are like tundra as fuck. Oh, yeah. It's the northern part of Asia, but it's the entirety. It's so big and I had no idea. And I was like, this is crazy. Map this is, like, is crazy. I'm going to try and learn more Where's the map? Where's the map? Yeah. I also recommend <laughs> Trivia them. Crack, the geography section. Oh, that's good for me to learn. Yeah, I love Trivia Crack. Oh, but I might yeah, do that. That's it's actually definitely, a good idea. I'm, but I'm like uncultured and terrible. Like when I was like 13 and like we went on a big family cruise and like they were like, <laughs> Liam, do you want to go off the boat? And I was like, why would I do that? <laughs> Well, we're on a in cruise, Greece. I don't blame. <gasps> you were in Greece. And I did get off the boat, and I was like, this is awful. <laughs> I'm so bratty, <laughs> uncultured. It's just hot. It was just hot. Oh, and there I'm was sure. a, None of my little baby calves couldn't take those little inclines. <laughs> little babies. Well, I swear to God. I swear to God, I am uncultured. I, I'm aware I am a swine. I just, I just couldn't believe how much I didn't know about where countries are on the map it was pretty it was a pretty funny text though because i was like africa question just, mark Morocco, and you were like how did you know that I and i was, was like the middle Epcot. east i don't know i just assumed that thought and then i was like i don't even know where the middle east starts and like europe ends <laughs> and like where asia starts and the middle east ends like i just don't know I, and i have, feel like that's an important thing to learn in school but like i don't believe i learned it didn't learn the well, states you know people learn that song for the states never learned that Oh, Did you I'm learn terrible that? with lyrics, so why would I do that? <laughs> I'm terrible with the lyrics. I I just never trusted a social studies teacher. Okay, here's a funny story. So I um I remember I liked one social studies teacher, honors geography. Oh. 
Ugh. And uh, her name was, I don't even remember, Miss. It was like, it was something really German. She was young, though, and we got along. Obviously, she was low key a fag hag. Love her. Um, a what? A fag hag? Like a woman, a woman, you kind of are. Um, <laughs> like a, <laughs> a, a woman who attracts not straight men, but the gays. Oh, for sure. Days. Yeah, for days, for days. days. There's nothing wrong with it. Love it, love it, love it. Okay. So she, her, and I obviously connected. Great. And um, but there was this an uh, attractive other geography teacher from <laughs> from across the hallway, and he taught like AP something, and I wasn't smart enough for that. But no. he was really attractive, and everyone kind of knew he was really attractive. And there was this long-standing rumor because she was an attractive woman, and he was an attractive man. That they they were... must be schlamoodling. Yeah. And. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone like i think something was going on and so like the all the classroom doors were open and everything and and i think someone said something along the lines of oh well like you know uh, a lot of the kids from his class was in our classroom and so that somebody asked her they're like oh are you gonna go over to the teacher the other teacher's hall <laughs> other teacher's classroom and she was like oh no i don't really know why i would do that and i the room quiet i go well <gasps> And I gave a face, and I got in trouble. Yeah, you should. You can't do that. <laughs> but oh. that's pretty funny. And she would, no, and she like shut it down. Like she, I didn't get in trouble in trouble. But that's the kind of shit I would do in high school. And I also told you the time that I didn't pay for prom, but I was got prom prints, so I got prom for free. Oh yeah. That was a good time. High school, thinking back on it, high school was a good time. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Uh, can't I just ruled the school. No, I actually really didn't. I was pretty quiet, but I think people like liked the idea of me because I, 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 I had been there since I was like a kid, kid, like a child. So, yeah, that's my Liam's. Not, <laughs> if I can muster up any other high school stories, I'll just crack okay. them open. <laughs> crack them open Let's, like a little Easter egg. I hear we have a game before we go. We do. We do have a game, like a test. Um, the game is, can you name these shows from just their first line? Okay, first line. Hello, gorgeous. This is a musical. This is a musical. This is a musical. Funny Girl? Yeah! Funny Girl. Is that the title, too? Funny Girl. She's just a little funny girl. And that show is about a comedian trying to learn how to be funny, uh, and she's Barbara Streisand. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the so, day, it's just Barbara. Yes. Next line. What do you do when you're not sure? Oh, you you know this. You know this. This? Okay, I'll give you a hint. I think people like to... They've done it. Scenes from it in our school in like... I don't think necessarily acting classes, but I think someone did this in our directing class. A scene from this. Proof? No. Do you know anything it's something about the religious. Plot? Doubt? Yeah. I love Doubt. That's a good play. Wild okay. play. What a good time. Easy. This is easy. You're going to get it right okay. away. There's a war going on out there somewhere, and Andre isn't here. Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet, and it is about astrology. <laughs> I wish. I wish. You I are bet a you can stupid make bitch. it. I bet you, you can said, make it. I would love that. Are I you just, an Aquarius? Just tell me. Aren't you an Aquarius? <laughs> yeah, but like that could be a line in the show. Are you an Aquarius? Just tell me. <laughs> Natasha asking. <laughs> I know I'm Trying dying, but are you an Aquarius? 
One of those no-neck monsters hit me with a hot buttered biscuit, so I haven't changed. Famous show. I don't actually really know the plot, <laughs> but I know the title. <laughs> Meow. Something to do with cats? Um, I don't know. I really Cat don't. on a hot tin roof. Oh, I do. I actually do like that play. Oh, well, apparently not enough. Less okay, Scarlett another Johansson. easy one. If music be the food of love, play on. Oh, Twelfth Night. Yep. That was so good at the public. And I only know that because of the musical, the musical version. version. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Written by great. Tana Schaub. Shana. Shana Taub. There it is. On the 23rd day of the month of September. Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, is that what that is? Is that what that is? You're right. I didn't even get to finish it. Whatever. And that is about. Once upon a time. Into the woods. In a far off kingdom. Yes. Classic. And that was, do you know the words to plays and musicals? Do you know the words? Do you know? You don't know. No, you don't. Oh, another classic goes back to the 2009 Tony Awards. Oh, God. You Everything connects back to it. Everything connects back to it. I know. John Kennedy. <laughs> Amazing. Alice Absolutely. Ripley. Alice Ripley. Everybody, for your homework in... <laughs> Sexy geography class, literally go listen to the 2005 revival of Rocky Horror. Because oh, I need to do Do they have a cast recording? They do. Okay. And it's Raul Esparza, Daphne Rubin Vega. I mean, incredible company. And Alice Ripley, Ripley is Janet. That's what made me think of it. And she's incredible. She's incredible. She's incredible. We love but her. Michaela, y'all. Yelling at me. John Kennedy. <laughs> this stays between us. Guys, have a great week. Bye.